Newsletter, September 2019. Botched Transits and Progressions. I got a great question from a client a few weeks ago. I felt it was rich enough territory for a newsletter. Let me open with her words as I, I quote her here. When you have come through a major transit or progression and totally failed to get it right, what does the high road look like from there? In practical terms, we often just have to live with whatever consequences uh, may become a non-negotiable part of our lives after a less than optimal response. Life goes on, the stars continue to spin, new challenges await, but is it worthwhile to ask if any of the higher potentials of a botched uh, transit progression are actively recoverable? Or is it simply a time to assess, acknowledge the loss and the lesson, and move on? Is it all, you know, starlight under the bridge once a transit is over? So there's the question. Let me get rolling here with another question that has become a cliche. Is there really any such thing as a mistake? Now, I'm a Capricorn, so my answer is pretty simple. Yes, indeed, mistakes are part of life. The word serves a useful purpose, and we need it in our vocabularies. And when we do make mistakes, there is always a price to pay. Beyond that practical, grounded perspective, we enter very slippery territory. Mistakes come in a lot of different flavors, for starters. If my airline pilot aspires to never making any aeronautical mistakes, I applaud his or her excellent attitude. But in the world of astrological counseling, we generally aren't looking at mistakes of such a concrete nature. We are not talking about believing that 2 plus 2 equals 5. In astrology, we are talking about navigating life itself. Perhaps you were once married or partnered with someone. Perhaps you are not in that relationship anymore. Was the whole thing really just a mistake? Is the question that simple? Maybe with some relationships we can just say yes, but with many it's a lot trickier. A moment ago, I promised slippery territory. So why did you marry that person? Retrospectively, we can often come up with helpful psychological insights. For example, Harry represented what I never got from my father. A year of psychotherapy later, and you realize that Harry, in quotation marks, was the clone of your failed father, and that is why the marriage didn't work. You were repeating an old pattern of wounding. Maybe all that is true, but here is another truth. In marrying Harry, you were doing your best. That marriage reflected your actual level of consciousness at the time. Another way to say it is that your marriage was an honest manifestation of exactly how crazy you were back then. That last line doesn't sound particularly flattering, but as we, refl we reflect on it, it leads us to dive into some deep waters waters where we might learn a whole lot about why we incarnate in this world in the first place. If I were to say, we are all here on earth in order to grow and learn, everyone agrees and tries not to yawn. We've heard that line before too, just like wondering if there is really any such thing as a mistake. 
But how exactly do we grow? Is it possible, maybe even optimal, to sit on a mountaintop and learn everything that way, purely through insight and cognition? Probably so. But the mind can play tricks on itself, though. And it often does. Maybe what you learn, in quotation marks, on that mountaintop has more to do with your defenses and rationalizations than with actual growth. In contrast, by marrying Harry, so to speak, you really put the truth about your level of consciousness on the table. No lies were possible there. The condition of your soul was translated directly into outward existential reality, where you could see it on varnished and clear as a bell. Incarnation works like a charm that way. In our mistakes, we make our actual karmic condition visible. That is the actual mechanism of our evolution. Mistakes are why we have bodies in the first place. Making them is how we learn. Was marrying Harry a mistake? Well, perhaps that is not even the right question. That marriage was simply an outward manifestation of the truth of your being at that time. None of us can ever do better than that. The question of mistakes comes along a little bit later in the timeline. Let's say that Harry left you for someone else. Let's say you blame the failure of your marriage on that bitch instead of learning anything at all from the experience. There's a certifiably 24 karat solid gold mistake. The marriage wasn't a mistake, but failing to learn anything from it was. People can use astrology to make money, to foresee changes in fashions, or to predict political outcomes. That's fine. But ultimately, astrology is about the evolution of consciousness. To be as clear as we can be as astrologers, that is where we need to focus our attention, on consciousness itself. Did I learn what I needed to learn? That is the pivotal question. Whether you learned about the baleful impact of your father on your psyche by sitting in meditation on a mountaintop, or by marrying Harry, is really just a footnote. In this rigorous way of thinking, mistakes are a reality. But an event only becomes a mistake if you failed to learn anything from it. Otherwise, it was just the evolutionary wheels turning in their normal, eternal way. The glorious German poet Rainer Maria Rilke once wrote, The purpose of life is to be defeated by greater and greater things. The line has a depressing ring to it at first, but it echoes the astrological perspective that I'm exploring with you here. When we are living mindfully, we are always up against our own developmental cutting edge. Naturally, we make errors there. If, on the other hand, we know what we are doing, we are very probably doing what we've already learned how to do in the past. That's fine, but it doesn't have much to do with growth. Where we are growing, we are error-prone. We have the most airtight, ironclad excuse for it, too. Again, we don't know what we're doing. We're only beginners. Now, we all naturally want to get things right and to not make any mistakes. 
at a practical level, that's a good attitude. In fact, let's not even congratulate ourselves on having it. That drive arises pretty much automatically in the human psyche. As I mentioned earlier, I commend such a make-no-mistakes attitude in my airline pilot. But in life, if we are unduly afraid of making mistakes, what happens? Do we learn anything at all? We can glibly announce that everyone makes mistakes, but the truth is really more subtle than that. A person, through sheer timidity and conventionality, can resolve to live safely and die of boredom at a ripe old age having learned nothing at all. A life with no mistakes is itself the most terrible mistake imaginable. I think that line is worth saying a second time. A life with no mistakes is itself the most terrible mistake imaginable. Now, the absolute horror of astrology is, in, in my opinion, the way it describes perfection. None of us can ever reach that golden city. It's all there on the chart, but we can't get there. If we hold ourselves to that standard, we tie ourselves in knots of fear and insecurity. Eventually, down that road, shame and self-doubt make us afraid to live. Your chart along with your transits and progressions, works the same way the North Star works for a sailor at sea. If he's sailing northward, he aims his bow at that star. It orients him, even comforts him, but he does not expect to ever arrive there. To not be afraid of life is to not be afraid of mistakes. The two ideas are inseparable. Let's go a little further. Marrying Harry took a bite out of your soul. Even the mistakes we are able to turn into wisdom, even the ones we harness in service of our spiritual evolution, come with a price tag. Growth and learning are some compensation for the pain and cost of those errors. And if we choose to learn nothing at all, all we have left are the pain and the cost, and that is a thousand times worse. Still, mistakes, while they are inevitable and purposeful, and we shouldn't be ashamed of making them, always damage us. They hurt. That is simply realistic. Blessedly, we have some power of regeneration. With time, we can heal. And most transits and progressions come around again in some other form, so we can take another shot at learning what we needed to learn. Yet the motivation to avoid errors arises naturally in us all. It stems from the same source as our desire to avoid getting hurt. In that quest to avoid damaging mistakes, astrology is a fine ally. It unerringly reveals to us the evolutionary meaning of whatever challenges are coming up in our lives. Transits and progressions illuminate exactly what we are trying to learn, whether we know it or not. Knowing the lesson plan in advance helps us cut to the chase. We waste less time. If, for example, your soul is trying to learn something about surrender. Say you're in a Neptunian time, but you believe that you are learning a Mars lesson about standing up for yourself. Well, you are likely to angrily bang your head against the wall and in the end to lose anyway. 
you can learn from that mistake too. But there is something to be said for going directly to Neptune school if that's what you're being called to do. And in Neptune school, don't worry, you're guaranteed to keep on making some mistakes of an interesting nature there as well. So comfort yourself with the knowledge that at least you went directly to making exactly the right mistakes, you were defeated by greater and greater things, and you were speeding toward the only safe harbor there is. The wisdom that comes from digested experience taken with faith and a bracing jolt of humility. Thank you.